0: The main issue here is that the conformity culture we live in does not make space for many of us at all. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of my podcast. My name is Ray Dodd. I'm a money coach, and I am really, really excited to share today's episode with you. So, this is something, there are certain words. That's how I start. There are certain words that get bandied around in the online business space, particularly by coaches. That sometimes, as coaches, we don't do a very good job of actually explaining what they mean. I think one of those words is aligned. What does that even mean? There's a number of them. There's a number of them where you can hear them and be like, "Huh? I don't know what." Like, I hear you. I hear it in a sentence. I don't know fully what you mean by that. And today's episode is. Not about a word, but about a phrase that we hear so frequently. And I've wanted to do this episode for so long. So I'm really excited to get into it. And the phrase is just be yourself, just be yourself, and everything will work out. And I want you to know that I think not that be yourself and everything will work out necessarily, but showing up as yourself in your business is one of the most important things you could ever do and it takes time so I've been guilty of using this phrase and not giving enough thought to what it means to people or what it's going to mean to people like when they hear it are they going to go I know exactly what Ray means or are they going to be like that sounds great on paper I have no idea how that looks in practice or how I would know if I was being myself or not So before I get into what it actually means, I wanted to talk a little bit about why being yourself in your business, while it sounds, like I said, so good on paper, sounds so simple, it's actually one of the hardest things you're ever going to (laughs) do in your business. And it's one of the hardest things to actually get to. You know, it's very easy for me to, or any business coach or any coach to say, you know, just be yourself. Sometimes you get that advice. I'm so nervous about doing this thing. You know, just show up and be yourself. Well, well, I often think, well, which me? Like, if I show up and be myself, which version am I going to give them? So I don't think being yourself is actually hard to do. It's because it's like breathing. I think it's much harder to not be yourself And yet, the vast majority of us are walking around for a lot of the time, if not all of the time, in that space.
1: But the hard bit, as well as not being yourself, that's hard. And then what's also hard is allowing yourself
0: to be yourself. Because the fear of what
1: that could mean for you, the fear of rejection, the fear of really risking
0: your business your income all of those things if you show up as yourself and it's not accepted and it's easier isn't it to look around and be like what are other people doing that is working what like that I know is already accepted I know you know they're not being rejected for that so and I don't think we think this through consciously by the way but i see people all the time just being if i can just emanate what they're or emulate what they're doing if i can just you know do a version of that and part of that is because our subconscious reads it as safe because someone's done it before you but the issue
1: with that is a you don't know how much they're being themselves in that situation b it's not you you know lots
0: of business coaches will say this and thank god like and i will say this now I'm someone who had a six-figure year in my first year of business now I know that is a dream an absolute dream for a lot of people you could do exactly what I did and it wouldn't happen now yes that was five six seven years ago now but even if you'd done it that year even if you'd done it the year I did it even if you'd come out you took exactly the steps in fact I know people that did that were in the same coaching programs as me at the time, or emulating and
1: looking up to the same people. And it didn't work for them. So this idea that we can like, look to somebody, see
0: what they're doing, and just copy it, isn't something that works. And I think as the online world matures, I think so many of you, myself included, are really waking up to that. I've always known it to a certain degree. I think that's why that that my first year was such a successful one. And I think one of the reasons that I was able to sustain it is because I did understand this and I am getting to know it on deeper and deeper and deeper levels as I move into making moves to make multiple six figures there are changes that need to happen with that there's there's areas where I'm realizing that that idea of me being me needs to be deepened and I know that what happens a lot of the time is we get to like you know particularly if we get to around 100 grand like very very early six figures and and I've said many times before I've made this mistake you start to really be like, right now, whose program are you going to join that tells me exactly how to scale up to multiple six figures? And then they're like, myself included, oh, that didn't work because we are binning the magic that got us to that, that first place. And while, yes, what got you there, what got you here won't get you there in some ways, it's a both and. And we're going to talk a lot about both ends
1: because if you also been what's magical about you your uniqueness that's not going to work either so like I said being yourself is not actually hard to do it's like breathing
0: when you're being yourself it's just like ah the resistance leaves you feel lighter you might feel scared because there's a risk of rejection there
1: but there's a rightness to it a sense of belonging to yourself so why don't we just do it why is it so hard to do why don't for some of us do
0: we not even know what it looks like to show up as ourselves some of some of us can't even access that the main issue and I would to actually say lots of us the main issue here is that the conformity culture we live in does not make space for many of us at all (laughs) like we are not welcome in that space because we do not fit in to these very narrow prescriptive types of people that are supposed to exist it's true for men it's true for women and for anybody and I'd say it's true for I think it gets complicated when you bring in various intersections it's true for men it's true for women I'd also put in heterosexuality is really like another part of that you know if we start to go outside of these lines these binaries that we've been given we very quickly don't fit in and some of that is identity some of that is bodies just the way bodies look the way bodies present there's so much in that and when we step out of that space we find there is no space for us particularly in the business world particularly when we're looking at still unraveling these ways of doing things like this stuff is new if you're younger listening to this and I think most of my listeners are going to be in their 30s and 40s and beyond but if you're younger you may not I don't know you tell me feel free to dm me on instagram but I don't know if if people will always appreciate or I don't know if people always appreciate how new this shit is it is not long ago that you could not just get yourself on the internet and show up in these ways in your business. It not only like, was it not available? It wasn't possible. There wasn't an outlet for
1: it. I couldn't have sat here with a jaunty headscarf on <laughs> in that way. I wouldn't have been, you know, a coach was a much more corporate thing.
0: I wouldn't have had a platform to come and do that on twenty years ago, possibly even less. So obviously, the culture doesn't make space for it. But also, and this is kind of one of the things I really want to focus on: conformity culture. Not only doesn't make space for certain bodies and presentations of those bodies and identities, and I don't like using the word marginal identities because, like, it just it's kind of like a fake thing. But not that you know what I mean, like to say that they're marginal, I don't think is correct. it's a construction. that's what I wanna call it, but the other thing that that conformity culture doesn't make space for is contradictions it It decides that, okay, if you're not gonna conform, you need to do it in a conforming way. So if you are going to be like i don't know I'm trying to think of some things, but like you know well the thing that springs to mind is a lesbian who wears heels and and lipstick a fat woman who dresses and adores her curves that's not what those people
1: are meant to do they're meant to be a certain way a black person who loves rock music
0: (laughs) when you say them it's like huh what yeah but those are the sorts of things that people can end up really feeling and like they're not being silly, really feeling like they don't fit in. There was a lot of stuff about black people, particularly like bird watching and walking, hiking, things that are easily available to white people of all sorts of sizes and identities, but aren't. And and I will say for fat women and fat people, often not available, but still, we don't make space for supposed, and I should say supposed contradictions, The idea that a human being could be so many things at once, so many supposedly contradictory elements to themselves, there's very little space for that in a culture that has a very narrow definition of who you are meant to be. And it leaves people with no space to put their feet. We have this situation where we show up as humans in our businesses, and yet we are not allowed to get anything wrong. Otherwise, we're shit at business. Otherwise, we're not doing it right. And particularly if you're a coach, if you're a business coach or some kind of mentor, you get something wrong in your business. Well, hang on a minute, I thought you were teaching people how to do this. We have these super narrow ideas that are given to us, that are handed down to us of who we can and cannot be. So I've put some examples. Pretty girls are supposed to be feminine and polite. They are not supposed to have a crude sense
1: of humor or fart or sweat which is like what the actual if you're a justice seeking entrepreneur you're supposed to
0: be about the cause above all things you're supposed to not care about nice bags or manicures or you know nice holidays
1: but if you're a girl boss a grab you're a grab the bag feminist and you can't care about social justice because if you've got blow-dried hair So how do those things combine?
0: And as soon as you say them out loud, they sound ridiculous. And yet, I guarantee many of us, and I'm going to include myself in that, will have made those snap judgments about people. We will have found ourselves surprised that somebody has an interest in something like social justice who presents a certain way. Or we will have presumed they don't give a shit because they present a certain way. And sometimes we're right. (laughs) Sometimes we're right. But what I really want you to know is part of this idea of showing up as yourself is allowing your complexities, allowing your multitudes,
1: your contradictions to show up. We are living in a culture that promotes either or,
0: when really it has always been both and. It blew my mind when I got older and realized that women were whole people. I thought I was the only one, and I'm not joking. (laughs) As a teenager, I really thought that the vast, vast majority of women were not like me. They weren't funny, they weren't
1: opinionated. And it was both a point of pride for me and a point of deep insecurity
0: again i didn't know where to put my feet i had nowhere to land because i felt very rejected particularly by men as a woman as a girl and as a woman as i grew older and i also was busy rejecting my own womanness i wouldn't say femininity because that's not really what i would describe it as don't really identify with the idea of femininity It speaks of like politeness to me. I'm not saying that's not a judgment. That's just what that word conjures up for me. But there was like, it was my womanhood
1: that I felt very, very out of touch with. And just like this presentation
0: given to to me of women, I couldn't find a piece of me that fitted into it. Little did I know that I was rejecting parts of it because I couldn't understand this both and. So now for those of you that are in my world, you'll know that I am a big lover of dresses. It's almost like a part-time job (laughs) that I uh, undertake. It took me a long time. I think I was in my late teens or maybe even early 20s before I started to allow myself to wear skirts regularly because I just felt like they were too, that was too close to being a woman. And that that wasn't a place I had access to. So what, we are, what I'm saying with this is the things that we think of as contradictions, like now when I think of someone with a sense of humor and opinions and who yes, sweats and farts, that person
1: also being a woman <laughs> who wears dresses, like that doesn't seem like a contradiction to me anymore, but it did as
0: a as a young woman and as a teenager and and probably throughout a lot of my twenties as well as I kind of like move through that. And so some of the things that I now look at myself and think of as contradictions over time, they won't seem that way anymore. So when someone suggests we show up as ourselves, it's often more complexity than we can hold or more to the point maybe it's more about more complexity than we believe our surrounding culture can hold that people are going to say huh how can she be both that and that and the fear is they'll reject us we risk our business we risk our income not small things by the way not like understandable fears what will they think of me if they know I am both this and this and some examples as I mentioned is what if they know
1: like is it possible for me to be both good at my job and epically fail sometimes mess up
0: can that can the world hold that contradiction but more importantly and this is what I want you to hear it doesn't matter if the world can hold it I promise you There are people all over the place longing to see that contradiction in someone else so that they know they're not alone in it. So the question is really, can you hold that contradiction? Supposed contradiction? Constructed contradiction? Because when we look in other areas, when we look at scientists, for example, experimenting, building things, building things, that sounds weird. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's not scientists, right? But, you know, creating... Scientific breakthroughs, we think, do we think there are failed scientists when they have a number of fails on, failures under their belt on their way to creating the thing? I wonder how many times on the way to creating the COVID vaccine, things didn't work. And I know, I don't know much about this, but I know they were working off the back of some huge breakthroughs in vaccines. How many times did they fail to get there? And yet that is just accepted in that world as part of the process. In
1: online business, in the business world, it's seen as proof that you can't do it. That doesn't make sense. And that gives people absolutely no space. Of course, you're both things. Of course, you're going to do both things. That's not just normal, not just human, it's it's inevitable and it's necessary.
0: Failing, messing up, things not working, you making mistakes is not just inevitable, it's necessary
1: to you building something better that serves your people in ways that you are dreaming
0: of. And speaking particularly to service providers here, But I know that so many of us hold the results of our clients so dearly. Like we want them. We want them to have those results. You are not always going to get that right. And the issue here is, are you going to learn from it or not? Not are you going to mess up? Are you going to learn from it? Can you hold that space? Okay, one of the other ones. What if they knew, I love my job and I'm good at it. And sometimes I doubt myself so much, it makes me cry. What about that? Can we hold space for that complexity? For the fact that I am both absolutely sure about what I do and riddled with self-doubt. Can both of those things exist? Because I'm telling you now,
1: that is the sort of stuff that is welcome in your money-making and when we make it impossible
0: for those two very normal things to exist alongside each other, we tie ourselves in knots trying to be someone we're not. And actually, we deepen the effect of that emotional fallout very often. It means that we outlast it. We, it lasts a long time because we start judging it. We start telling ourselves it's wrong and we get ourselves into a spiral. All of that stems from the systems of oppression. All of those feelings that we cannot be who we are stem from systems of oppression, which prey on our very human need to fit in, to be accepted, to not be seen as an outlier, to like, how scary is it to think that you would show somebody, like, let's say yeah, and, and this is kind of what I was talking about there was a time at which I would say somebody who had the roller coaster of emotions I experience I would have thought that discounted me from business and I wouldn't have wanted anyone to know about that that was one of those contradictions that I just couldn't hold my self-concept didn't stretch that far now I get it now I know I'm a it's not just me b in sharing it you will see it's not just you and, and C, doesn't even bloody matter. Why does that discount? Like having emotions means I can't run a business. Like that doesn't make sense. Why not? What am I making those emotions mean? Am I making them mean I'm weak? Am I saying that people who don't present as strong in certain ways can't, make, can't run businesses? Nope. That's not what I believe. I, I have done that though. That cognitive dissonance, that kind of double think of thinking both things at once. But when I pull it out of me, when I hold it in my hands and look at it, it's just not true. So these are all, it's not your fault at all moments. But as we already know, it is your responsibility. Because part of why your business feels like such hard work, part of why money making is exhausting is because you are so busy masking, assimilating and shrinking in fear of rejection. You are so busy trying to squeeze yourself into a hole that was never made with you in mind. You weren't even considered. Like, let's be really, really clear. These systems, this conformity culture, it didn't even think about you existing. And so we're trying to fit into these things that were created without not just without us in mind without knowledge of our existence or what we go through or experience and that fear of rejection is within that it's obviously huge and it's why I love the whole thing about like you don't want to see the table you want to create your own table like let's not participate in this nonsense let's not try and bend it to to our own to our shape let's build like it is so much harder to put like take something that exists and mold it into a new shape it's far easier to create something new so let's just do that like now we can we get to show up as us and I know some of you will hear this and be like oh my god I just can't and I get that and I understand it takes time some of you come work with me it's it's what I do it's what I'm brilliant at helping you really embrace that really embrace who you are but
1: I want you to know that well yes it's a process what's on the other side of it is what not just you are craving but what the world is craving
0: the world feels like such a big mess right now and so much of that is because there's change happening and the old guard are holding on really tightly and they don't want to go anywhere And it's like there is a new thing being birthed and I don't know how long it's going to take, but I am absolutely going to be part of it. But that fear of rejection, I understand, is real and it's a huge part of money making. Our head tells us the wider acceptance we have, the more cash comes our way, the more money comes our way. But that's not how this works. Many of us can't make that work full stop. We can't change our identities overnight to fit into these more acceptable systems. This culture of conformity, it's not possible for us. You know, a black woman doesn't become white overnight. A queer person doesn't become straight overnight, heterosexual overnight, cis overnight. A fat woman, a fat person does not become thin overnight. It's not possible to tick the boxes for many people but even when it is even when there are some of us and this was my experience when I first started out my business where we can assimilate we can show up in certain ways and those other identities I've mentioned can do this in in different ways too we can go be like you know what I I can I can bury this stuff for a bit what happens is it's not sustainable so I was able to high vibe myself into bypassing what an emotional person I am to push down some traumas that really needed addressing. And it took one event, one difficult thing happening in my business for me to unravel. Now I tried to, I'd tried to address some of that in various spaces at that time. This is in the first year probably of my business in that year I said, well, you know what? I did the thing it was working it was amazing I made I think it was 94 grand that year in my first year of business having never made any more than 28 grand in a salaried
1: job Like it blew my mind but I couldn't sustain it because what was being asked of me was that the
0: quote unquote darker parts of me were hidden in order for that to happen the more
1: cynical parts
0: weren't welcome because they weren't high vibe enough
1: and I can tell you right
0: now being asked to repress those meant I missed valuable information it would even look like me saying I feel a, I feel a certain way about myself and because it was a more negative feeling it was dismissed as mindset problems three years ago three years on from that in my business I can look back and be like, that was valuable information I missed
1: because I thought it was fear and doubt. And actually that needed addressing. It was a feeling of, that I was flying by the skin of my pants. That was it. Is that the skin of my teeth? Seat in my
0: pants. (laughs) Anyway, if I felt like I was blagging and actually just the beginning of this year, I was like, you know what? I was blagging a bit in terms of the systems in my business some things needed addressing
1: and all it would have taken was some coaching that looked at that feeling rather than said
0: you can't have that it's not high vibe and so it got ignored for a long time so what does it mean to show up as yourself this is of course a non-exhaustive list so the first one And there's like, there's so much I could say on this. But the first one is, it means being seen.
1: And and seen as you. So what are your controversial opinions? Your hot takes? What pisses you off? What
0: language do you use? Do you swear? Do you use slang? Do you use certain terms? What do you like? Like, what music do you like? What do you talk about a lot out of your work? Now I was thinking about this for me because... I'm actually less obsessed with this than I used to be, but I used to be so into like pop culture stuff. And I was thinking, I wonder if I could bring that into my marketing a bit because I don't think I really do that much. I used to talk about Neighbours a lot in my marketing, but I have to admit that I have stopped watching it. I gave up on it before it got announced that it was stopping because I just couldn't keep up anymore. Anyway, (laughs) why am I telling you that? Anyway, what I'm saying is you can bring in all of that stuff Also, how do you tend to speak? Are you long-winded? Amazing, don't push that away. Do you like deep conversations over small talk?
1: Brilliant, go deep with people. Are you always asking questions? Good, ask the questions. Are you someone who's
0: really ranty? Are you someone who's justice orientated? Are you, I'm trying to think of things that are less like that as well. Are you someone who loves to give information? Are you someone who loves to connect, like really connect with what you
1: adore doing and start to share that with the world in how you market yourself, in how you show up in your products, your courses, your programs, all of it.
0: Number two, it also means being seen as you visibly on the outside. So what I mean by that is, Do I want you to have photos of you looking like you on your website and your social media? Yes, yes, I do. I know that's not so easy for everybody. I often say I want visibility to look like people just walking down the street. I think that is a beautiful, wonderful thing. We don't have to qualify to walk down the street to go to the supermarket. That's what I want the online world to look like. I want to see everyone's faces made up, not made up, still in their pyjamas wearing sequins all of it whatever feels good to you so yes i do mean visibly you but i also as in like your you know actual photos videos of you but i also know a that's not the end of it and b that's not so easy for everybody doesn't mean i wouldn't love you to kind of work on it because that is available to you increasingly find the people on instagram on tiktok on facebook wherever and brainwash yourself into seeing that your body
1: is not the only one that looks the way yours does. I love that we have access to that now. But I also mean in not conforming in
0: terms of the way your photos look. So I would rather, I would like, so if you're not someone who dresses all in black in a corporate way, in whatever, I don't know what the latest fashion you know, maybe you're not someone who'd get a blow dry or something like that. Don't do it for your photos. You want them to reflect you. You might not be someone who cares about clothes. Cool. Like maybe your photos aren't going to be that big a deal because that doesn't reflect you. But maybe you are someone who, when you think about yourself, like a good exercise is, imagine you're earning all the money you want how would you show up in your photos now what would feel like fu- how would you show up in your photos then what would feel like fun like how like if you're someone who love, would love to be one of those eccentric old women wearing caftans and whatever
1: what would be your version of that right now what are you waiting for and I also think in terms of how does your website look how does your branding look does it reflect who you are are you someone who loves the minimalist stuff? Then go for that. If you're someone that wants like a riot of colour, do that. It doesn't matter what other people in your industry are doing. In fact, if you happen
0: to, and don't do it for the sake of it, because I think that that jars for people.
1: But if you happen to stick out, don't feel like that's a bad thing like marketing is about sticking
0: out and I hear so many people having insecurities about the fact that but I never see a coach that looks like me an artist that looks
1: like me brilliant brilliant because that's going to stop someone's scroll and number three what you do should reflect you So that means your business
0: may look wildly different from someone else who is making it work at the numbers you want to be at. And by that, I mean, you might look at someone who's making double what you are and go, huh, that's where I need to go. But actually, that won't reflect who you are. What are your energy levels like? What are your zones of joy? We talk a lot about zones of joy in my work where do you thrive, how do you like to communicate, what topics do you talk about and you can just never shut up about, what spaces do you find your flow flowing, what things do you create that spark something in you, that make you feel alive, that, that is the real piece,
1: the other two, absolutely, I want those to exist too, this part here, This is the one. I'm
0: not sure you get there without particularly number one, you know, being able to be seen as
1: yourself, but getting to know what, where your desires are, where you are able to
0: self actualize is what I'm going to call it, where you're able to really be the fullest version of you. It's what we call in my work finding your space existing in that space and taking it all the way up I had a chat with a client in fact a couple of clients recently this has happened twice in the last couple of months where they've told me things that they don't offer in their services because when I said they were like and they they said it was like oh I don't offer that and it makes me feel like people aren't going to want to buy from me because I'm not doing it the way everyone else does it and I said, well, is there a reason you don't do it that way? And they were like, oh, yeah, because it doesn't bloody work. Like, people say you have to do it that way. But I know from working with my clients that that is absolutely not something that they should be focusing on. It's, in my opinion, it's not a good way to do it. And I was like, right. So what you're telling me is what you offer, your your fear is it's less valuable because you don't do it. But what I'm hearing is it's more valuable because you don't do it because what you're talking about is your methodology, your way of doing things. And you being clear on that makes what you do more valuable. The fact that it is your way. Often the parts we fear don't fit. The parts
1: that we fear are the reason we'll be rejected are, yes, what makes us stick out. But like I said, that's a money and marketing dream right there. You know, I, I often think of it as like,
0: you know, as it's sort of like, I don't know if it'd be a puzzle, but you think of something like, well, think of a puzzle and there's one piece that's like, you think of a normal, like flat puzzle, all really busy, and then you've got one white piece that's chunkier and doesn't fit. Which bit do you notice
1: first? You notice the white chunky bit, right? It doesn't fit in. And you could do it the other way around. Minimalist puzzle. And this big colourful part fits in and that's what I want you to hear that the parts of you that
0: you are rejecting because you feel like they disqualify you are the very magic you are seeking in your business and they make a huge difference money making wise and the reason for that is we often think people don't buy because of the price or they're not buying because, and I, I have endless conversations with clients, and if any of them are listening, they will laugh, because I'm always saying, there is no magic price here, they will look for the price, and I'm sure many of you will identify with this,
1: they'll look for the price that is the price people will buy at, but that doesn't exist, there is no price that is going to convince everyone to buy, and it will keep that obsession will keep you so stuck people don't buy because
0: they're not buying into you or what you offer you're not showing them who you are and yes when you show them who you are you will lose people that is not a sign it's not working that is a sign it is working because you will also attract the right people how many of you have worked with a client and then been like oh my gosh? like how did they not know like what made them think they'd want to work
1: with me maybe you just don't get on or you've had clients that are really tight about things and you want to call in generous
0: clients clients that complain and customers that complain a lot now I'm not saying those people don't hold responsibility for their behavior they do and and Where are you not showing up with your boundaries, with your opinions, with the things that will repel those people? So, yes, there is a risk in being seen, but there is a much bigger risk in business, in not being seen and in money making. So before I go, I just want to give you a couple of reminders about this stuff. Like I said earlier, this is not easy work. It's not a quick click of your fingers and it's done. It takes time and practice. And that's what I want you to remember, it's layers. This is work where we are removing layers of conformity, culture, conditioning that has been given to us without our permission. And it is gonna take time. I'm constantly finding parts of myself. I'm like, wow, what was I doing? You're gonna hear more about that in upcoming weeks, I'm sure. I've had a huge revelation in my business of something that I've really been doing because I believed I had to and yet I teach this I know this but I also know that it's a process and that just because it's something I know and teach and speak about all day every day doesn't mean I'm immune to having to do the same work I don't get to bypass that right thank you so much for listening I hope you've enjoyed this episode as much as I've loved sharing it with you all. Any thoughts on it, please do pop me an Instagram DM. I love hearing from you all about the episodes. And of
1: course, please do share the episode with people do. All right. Thanks everyone.